What's up, Dunwoody? My name is Matt Weber. If you're new to the show, I'm a real estate agent playing podcast producer. My co-host's name is Justin Dyke. Justin does computer stuff. Um, we started this mess of a show about a year ago. The first episodes really sucked, but uh, we kept at it. And 70 episodes later, I think we definitely suck a little bit less. The listener count is growing faster and faster, so I feel like we must be doing something right. Um, thanks for listening and sharing the show with your friends. Today's guest has a Sandy Springs version of What's Up Dunwoody. I saw his stuff on Facebook and knew that we had to have him on the show. He's about my age, height, he's got kids ages 7 and 3, he owns an existing small business and is going all in in real estate. Dude even kind of looks like me. He's like a bizarro Matt from that episode of Seinfeld, but his name is actually Matt also. Matt LaMarche launched Selling Sandy Springs last month and is already gaining on us, just cranking out community content. He's filming all of his shows on video. Uh, after we spoke to him, he's convinced us to start doing more video, and he actually uh, is starting to turn his videos into podcasts. So if you want to see the video version of this interview, check out Selling Sandy Springs on Facebook. Um, I've tried to condense a two-hour conversation into two fun episodes, so this does jump around a bit, but here we go. What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. Oh, okay. All right, we're back with the uh, Atlanta Real Estate Podcast. We're going to talk to two Atlanta realtors. <laughs> oh, this is the What's yeah, Up Dunway Podcast uh, now? Oh, yeah. Right. Out of your mind on this one. <laughs> <laughs> let's begin. <laughs> All right, well, let's do it for real. So yeah. here with Matt LaMarche. Matt's a Keller Williams agent, just like me. He's got his own little uh, selling Sandy Springs. It's like a what's up Sandy Springs. Exactly, pretty much. With yeah. video. Exactly. Yes, selling Sandy Springs is something I kind of came up with like a year ago, actually before I got into real estate, that uh, I wanted to feature nonprofits and businesses and local leaders and local influencers um, and just kind of get them to tell their story. Um, and um, and then obviously, you know, a free video form to kind of use is what I call an extended commercial. Um, that they could use on social, they could use on their website, they could use wherever and whenever they wanted. But it's a free service, obviously, to them. Um, you know, some of them are two, three, four minutes long. Others, with the mayor, we had one that was 33 minutes long. And so... How long did it take you to interview the mayor? Like, how, how much? One hour. He gave me 60 minutes. Okay. But how long before do it, like, it took us, what, a year just to get into the mayor's office? Well, I never asked. Yeah. Oh, I thought, okay, never mind. <laughs> So you just but asked. That was, that, was, that was your first, that was your first episode. Yeah. Oh, oh. Well, well, so my first episode was like me just introducing myself and saying, here's what Selling Sandy Springs is all about. Uh, you know, for the first two months from like October, November, I'd kind of been working on like the structure of it, the feel of it and everything and uh, promoting it without really having done any work yet. And so in November, really just hit the ground running on interviewing people and, and getting in front of the right people to, to interview. Um, and the so mayor, you were telling people that you were doing Selling Sandy Springs months ago. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, oh, for what? Yeah, well, <laughs> and what is it? And what are you going to be doing? And who are you going to be talking to? I mean, it's You're not, not a real estate agent, though. Not at that time, yeah. I mean, I got my license on uh, December 5th. So, you know, the, the, the idea was kind of like a sink or swim thing. Yeah. And it's not something you can explain in 30 seconds, unfortunately. It's easier actually just to go watch a video and go, ah, okay, I get it. Right. Um, or, or just to listen to the audio and go, I, I see what he's doing here. Um, but to explain it is like a four or five minute thing where it takes some getting used to the idea of people being on video. Not many people are comfortable. Oh, I hate it. I'm hating it right now. <laughs> Shout yeah. out. And I wore my pink shirt to uh, <laughs> accent my red face. 
Yeah, and you know what? One of us should have shaved. We all look like, yeah. you know. I'm pretty scrunchy. Yeah. There, there's something oh, wow. there. You guys look really similar. You almost have the same. Yeah, I mean, oh, we're, we're kind of like. It's the Matt template. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Matt template. There is a template. A spike and it's funny, yeah. like, everything that you mentioned, like, I actually was promoting What's Up Dunwoody before I was real estate. Mm-hmm. Or it was, like, right at the beginning. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, even, I guess it, another similarity. Even if we didn't, even if I didn't get my license, this was something that I was still going to do because in this area, in Dunwoody, in Roswell, in Alpharetta, even, I mean, as you move further up north, 400, there's. There's just a lot of complaining going on, I feel like, about what's going on in this area. And for me, I wanted to bring out the positive. Like, there's a lot of really cool, good things happening in this area, and none of that's getting any airtime. Yep. So I wanted to put and that if on. if you read Facebook comments, it's all negative. Yeah. Everything. Or next door. Yeah. If you ever spend any more than I 10 seconds on next that. door. <laughs> this is like a parallel universe. You, you need your Justin. I need right? to be a Matt LeWeber. <laughs> 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 yeah, you do need a... a yeah. Oh, Some, definitely. Yeah, uh, we'll be hiring soon. Somebody for, you're hiring. Collars. I can just loan them out to you. <laughs> uh, I work for free, clearly. So. Oh, even better. That's exactly what we were looking to pay. So, um, but no, yeah. So I just wanted to kind of, you know, I'm really involved with the um, Homeowners Association, have been for the last four years. Is that another? Thing? I'm on the Homeowners Association okay. for Dunwoody. <laughs> so wait, is is your wife blonde and no. thin? Oh, no. No. Her name's Tasha. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I was president of our homeowners association for the last four years, which at Mount Vernon Woods is 250 homes uh, that kind of straddle uh, Abernathy and Mount Vernon. Um, and you know, going through the last four years, not just inside of our neighborhood, but everything kind of around us with Mercedes Benz and UPS and Newell Rubbermaid, I mean, all of these big, big movements that, you know, corporations were making, you know, there was a lot of traffic concerns and a lot of issues that were getting brought up that the homeowners were worried about. And rightfully so. I mean, you know, if you've lived here for 30 or 40 years, you've seen a lot of change. Just, you, you can't deny that. But I've only been in Sandy Springs for seven years, and one of the reasons that I moved to Sandy Springs was because we lived in Ackworth, and it was kind of a quiet, sleepy little town, and there wasn't much going on there, you know, economically. I mean, there just wasn't much opportunity. When we moved here, it was like the world just exploded with with uh, things coming at us. So, um, so when we moved here seven years ago, and we were looking for for our next house, we decided. You know, kind of like East Cobb, Sandy Springs, Dunwoody area. We wanted to be kind of close to the city, but also kind of have that suburban feel still and be closer to stuff that we do. Um, And I'm not one to just like go and buy a house and then just sit there and not kind of get involved on some level. So um, got onto the board as the vice president like two years in and then uh, was quickly promoted <clears throat> voluntold is the voluntold, word. Right. Voluntold, right. Somebody else steps out. I did such you? a great job at the vice president role <laughs> that they promoted me to president <laughs> of the homeowners association. Um, no, but, you know, got to learn a lot about uh, the area in that time. Attended a lot of zoning meetings and planning commission meetings and Marin City Council meetings where, you know, neighbors were out and, and pretty big force uh, kind of sharing you know, what they wanted to see. And, and as we've just kind of redeve- redone our development code, um, you know, I was a, I was a big um, proponent of kind of smart growth as opposed to just growth for growth's sake. And um, the mayor actually put me on a um, zoning advisory board, which basically 
kind of held the teeth, if you will, of the development code ordinances and stuff, the, the law behind the development code. Um, and, uh, and that was interesting because we had a lot of homeowners. We had a lot of uh, homeowners association, you know, presidents and vice presidents and members. But we also had developers and commercial real estate agents and, um, you know, just a lot of people that stakeholders, basically, that are buying into Sandy Springs. And so through that process, I really got to kind of see behind the scenes of when you write a 10-year comprehensive plan, you know, this is what it looks like and this is how you go and execute upon it, um, which was really cool. And that was a neat experience. Um, so, you know, they're looking at a lot of challenges over in Sandy Springs with the North End revitalization up near the river, you know, just south of Roswell and trying to figure out how do we bring more economic development? Does the government subsidize it? Do we get uh, partnerships with other, other developers that are going to bring economic development and change to that area? Or you know, how does that how does that all work out and how does it shake out? So, um, but it's been good. It's been good seven years, and I, I'm glad I got involved because we can all sit on the sidelines and complain. Or you can get off and start talking about it and actually put some change into place. We sat on the sidelines and complained for. A few years now. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's funny, I, another similarity. We moved here about seven years ago. I think okay. it was like eight years ago. And, uh, yeah, I didn't do any of that stuff. Yeah. Just sat back and... But, you know, yeah, these homeowners, these HOAs are, are little gateway drugs to getting more involved, like, like you're saying. I mean, that's how you got in with the mayor right away, because obviously he knew you through yeah, that. Yeah, that connection. 100%. Yeah. 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 What, what's the neighborhood? Um, what, what's your actual neighborhood? Yeah, it's Mount Vernon Woods. Okay, I haven't heard of that one. So yeah, Is this your sales pitch? Do you have a pool? Yeah, do you have a pool? I'm sure you have a pool. <laughs> of course we have a pool. We'll talk. <laughs> Actually, do you, are the um, are your pool dues built into the HOA feed? Yeah, okay. so that's kind of what's crazy, right, is that 250 homes we have, um, you know, most of them built in basically two phases in the 50s and the 70s. Um, my house is kind of like in phase two. And, um, you know, the old school amenities that, that the 50s and 60s and 70s brought was giant pools, typically clubhouses or at least restrooms, um, and then you know a kiddie pool or, or tennis courts or some, you know some other ancillary amenity, and um, and you know when you look around at like your competition so to speak, especially in real estate when you're looking at neighborhoods around that area, you know that's a big value add. A lot of people like to be in a swim tennis community, and it adds to the value of your home. Um, a lot it adds people, to the value of your community. I mean, oh, 100 percent. You get well, to know your neighbors. A hundred percent. And so that's another thing that we tried to do with the HOA was, uh, you know, build out 10 events a year, basically, you know, almost once a month um, from a chili cook off to a Fourth of July thing. I mean, you know, if you were in town most of the summer, you could attend three or four events and, and get involved and meet a lot of neighbors that you hadn't met before. Um, times have just changed where when I was a kid, we were outside playing all day long and you knew all of your neighbors and, you know, it was just a very different time. It's, it's changed. But I think that that's one of the challenges that all new neighborhoods face. It's, it's not necessarily the size or the scope or the amenities that you have. It's, it's just the people. <laughs> that's a little video here. Yeah. See, that's why you should watch the video and not just listen yeah. to the podcast. Yeah. Um, if you if you're a pod, if you're one of our podcast listeners, you should check out the video. Yeah. Um, this is interesting. We'll definitely link up the video. It'll it adds a new dynamic. Yeah, it does. Sure. It does for sure. I don't think I like it. I keep forgetting about it too. Yeah. Except I, like I think you're. The, I don't have shoes on. Like <laughs> yeah. you're the only one that hasn't done this so far. 
I kind of that does not pretty good. That's another. That's another video only joke. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, you know, when you're looking to be competitive in real estate, especially when you're looking at different neighborhoods, some of them are charging seven fifty, a thousand, twelve hundred dollars, you know, to be a year, right, to be a part of that. And and if you go to like a Lifetime Fitness or, you know, wherever has a pool. Um, and tennis courts, you're going to pay two, three, four hundred dollars a month in some cases. Easily, so easily, you know, or even a country club at you know a couple thousand uh, for initiation, and a couple more hundred every month. I mean, you know, it's just not cheap to run an association. Period. It doesn't matter what the amenities are. Um, but you know, it's interesting from from a business standpoint. If you run it like a business, it's successful. Um, well, that's what my company does, pooldues.com. So we basically, you know, the website is sort of the the robot brains behind everything, taking in memberships and stuff like that. So you don't have to have your treasurer sitting there like, you know, every month, okay, who's signed up? Who do I need to invoice? Stuff mm-hmm. like that. I've got three clubhouse checks in my neighborhood, or I mean, my mailbox right now yeah. from people around the neighborhood writing checks. Mm. Have, so, have yeah. written a check recently? Like. It's tough to find our checkbook in the house. Yeah, I don't know where our checkbook is. Right. And, and you know. The, so he's going to hook us up this summer. Nice. Maybe we can bring that to Sandy Springs. A lot of Sandy Springs people are going to be listening to this. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So well, let me let me clarify. It's called pooldues.com, not pooldudes.com. Yeah. And it's an, I say the word dude a lot, and I think people yeah, think that it's yeah. dude. So it's an entire management system. It makes the website look pretty. Uh Tennis court reservations, clubhouse reservations, so all this stuff that like you don't really need somebody paying attention to. Now, most almost every one of these HOAs has a, a tennis court reservation system online, but the not a good one. Not a good one. Yeah, I mean, I can I can tell you the ones that have been crashing recently because they come and email me. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's one thing that as the president of our homeowners association, I was always looking after because these are volunteer roles, right? Yeah. I tried to value people's time as much as possible because they were volunteers. Well, and that's the weirdest thing about it is it's it's actually really a business. You guys probably take in between a hundred thousand and two hundred thousand dollars a year. And it's just run by these trans you know, transitory type roles, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like in two years I'm not gonna be doing it, you know. That's right. Are you still the HOA president? I I just got out yesterday. Really? (laughs) Yeah, we we you're gonna get killed tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, he was he just retired. (laughs) Well, it's interesting too when you talk with some of the older folks in our neighborhood that you know have have raised their families for the last thirty or forty years in those homes. You know, every Friday night they used to do family night at the pool, which Mm -hmm. is like. What? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, we just don't have time for that now. Like, we, we haven't made time for that. And they used to do that. It was it was a way to build the community. And um, so, yeah, I mean, there's always going to be challenges. There's always going to be excuses for why you shouldn't do something. But at the same time, there's always going to be a million more reasons for why you should. And that's one thing that we've really tried to, by bringing in the next younger generation, tried to invent some things and create some new ideas that would engage the community on a different level. So. Well, it's an easy thing to put out there on, on social media. You know, I'm sure yeah. you guys have a Facebook group mm-hmm. now, which is probably pretty active. Yeah. And certainly more in the summertime, you've got actual events to post up and everything. Exactly. So. Exactly. Justin, you're trying to bring all of the neighborhoods together. <clears throat> well, I like the idea of um, sister clubs. So, for example, let's say my pool is going to have an adult night. Their pool could have a tween night, so that mm. means the parents from my neighborhood could drop off their kids over here, and then you kind of swap, you know, swap throughout the summertime. And when you've asked, everybody's been cool about it, right? I mean, oh yeah, I mean, you know, well, and when you think about it, all these, all the high schools are feeding into one place, yeah, right? All the neighborhoods are kids, yeah. So right. they all know each other, so they can mm-hmm. bring, you know. The, so there's there's a lot of different ways to um, to to bridge them, you know. I mean, I think it'd be really neat if you, you could kind of have this sort of. Uh, 
you know, well, if you're a member of this pool, you can come to this pool mm-hmm. as well. And that's that's a bit too groundbreaking right now. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, right, right. So, I mean, look, anything that brings in more revenue is always a good thing. Right. Like, it's just a matter of how much revenue and is that beneficial for everyone involved, right? Because if it's a win-win, there's no reason. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? There is a dollar amount. There is a price. Everyone has it. And, and for me, I think it's a great idea. It's just a matter of finding those people because right now it might seem like a new idea, but a year from now it might be the common theme, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and you have to have sort of the same security features in terms of like, sure. does everybody have a wristband? Okay, mm-hmm. you know, so stuff like that. Yeah. If you, if you open it up too much, then people are just kind of gate crashing every pool and, and we, all, we all know that that's an issue, Yeah. you know? Yeah. How do you guys handle that? At, I, uh, well, that's, that's a great question. I think the liability from a homeowner's um, association standpoint is the biggest challenge. Because when you look at insurance, it's not cheap. When you talk about a pool or tennis courts, you know, there's always the possibility for injuries. And, and we still got even, a high dive, too. And, and that's, a, that's a thing, right? Like there, there is actual limitations on the insurance and what you can and can't get. And that's a huge cost to the association. So, um, but, you know, the way that we've kind of handled it is we, sh- we shop our insurance regularly. And, you know, with our new signs that we just put up, we had to have those covered. Um, you know, if someone runs off the road and knocks over our sign, does their, insur- does their car insurance pay for it? Does our homeowner's liability cover it? You know, there's just all those questions that you have to get answers for, and it may never, ever happen, but they still have to be there. It's surprising how often people hit those signs. Yeah. Yeah, you had just the other day. Yeah. Yeah. No, I believe it. Uh, clarify, I didn't hit the sign just the <laughs> other day. <laughs> yeah, some He's drunk not, idiot hit yeah. the sign the other day. Very good driver. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> so, okay, well, let's go back to you. So, the sure. your landscaping, you still do that? You I still do. have that? Yeah, so I don't... found somebody to run it? I don't run the day-to-day. I have a guy that's, that's running the crew um, day-to-day. And, you know, the business is great because it kind of maintains itself. About a year ago, we kind of pivoted in a new direction where we were just doing maintenance. And by maintenance, I mean weekly, bi-weekly visits um, as opposed to big, you know, sodded planting projects and stuff like that, redesigns. And um, at that point, it was pretty clear to me that I could kind of step out of the business day to day. Um, and at the time, I had two full-time guys. Um, you're, you're me. Do you speak Spanish? Si. <laughs> I figured. Un poquito. Yeah, I mean, it, it helps, right? Oh, just a little bit? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Certain no. Trabajo. We both just sit there staring. At <laughs> Is he talking to us? Well, <laughs> tumbleweed going through. <laughs> what's uh, what's the website for it? I mean, I might as well answer that. It's yeah. uh, lamarshlandscaping.com on Facebook and Instagram and everything else. But it's original. <laughs> Lamarsh. It's, it's a branding thing. Yeah. You know, like for me, I always knew I was going to get into real estate at some point. It was just a matter of when. And I knew that the name association, at least I hoped, that by <clears throat> kind of creating a you know, a, a synonymous name with quality, with good customer service, with reliability that that would carry over into real estate or anything I did for that matter. But it's by the same handbook, I've got a yeah. do- dogwood pizza mm-hmm. or the dogwood team real estate. Yeah. Not a big team. It's me and my transactional coordinator and my yeah. coach. And But it seems bigger it. than it is. Yeah. And that's all that really well, matters. I mean, I just, yeah. At the end of the day, marketing-wise, I mean, I can't tell you how many text messages, emails, phone calls that I would get about 
uh, hey, I saw one of your trucks. And I'm like, one of my trucks? You saw the truck. Yeah. Like, that's the truck. That's the trailer. It's the only one out there. Yeah. We're not this like multinational landscaping company. But you just learned to use we. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Oh, you saw one of the fleet then. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Do you guys, um, I didn't see it on the website. Do you guys take money online? For your services, um, still pushing, still pushing. Yeah, this is another thing I'll push. <laughs> I set up recurring billing. He's just set up all our sponsorship. We're yeah. going to start taking sponsors. Nice. Um, we've actually just secured our first sponsor. You want to mention it here? I guess. Yeah, Village Orthodontics. Village. Matt, how are your teeth doing right now? Are they straight? Great. Yep. Yeah. Oh, so, so you don't eyes. need to go to Village Orthodontics. No, my wife will be there soon, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got. <laughs> I got a free 3D scan of my. Of <laughs> yeah. And he could have printed it out in 3D in the. So he scans it in 3D, and then he could have. Like done that, you know. Well, actually, it's a. What do you say? It's like it's a, a resin 3D mold. Model. Yeah, okay. yeah. But they use that. So, like, if you lose your braces or you lose your retainer, I guess you can't lose your braces. But you lose your retainer, they can just have another one ready for you because they already know what your teeth look like. Yeah. Pretty cool, hmm. right? Very. And then well, you, you got kids. You got kids. You got kids. Oh, I'm. Yeah. Then when you get a sponsor, you just have to mention it on every show. So. <laughs> gotcha. Bing. <laughs> There you go. Check. <laughs> so but we're we're gonna start doing the video strategy. Yeah. There's no reason. I keep forgetting about the video. Do video. <laughs> it is it is like the same amount of work. Yeah. It really it's is. doing its thing over there. Yeah, yeah that's true. There. More editing. Yeah. A little more. Yeah, a little bit more. A little more. Yeah, we just started outsourcing through the sponsorship. Now we can get. Uh, I'm gonna send all my editing off. Nice. They're just gonna send it back to me, and that's it. That's all. Awesome. Post it. So very cool. Really excited about it. Hopefully, we'll be able to put out more shows. Weekly, <laughs> two shows a week. Were you waiting for the applause meter? <laughs> no. I can cut that out later. I'll, I'll cut out you making fun of me later. <laughs> I'll, I'll have somebody take it out. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> My videos are just super simple, super clean. Can you do a firework graphic right after you say that next to me? I think so. <laughs> if you, if you're like, lens, lens flare. <laughs> or change shirts. Whatever. Or whatever you want to do. You know, it's all the same. <laughs> if you could end up shirtless for 10 seconds for no apparent reason, that would be fantastic. Um, no, but I mean... That, that's a continuity joke. <laughs> that's going in there. I'm not editing that. Out. Please leave it in. Where is Selling Sandy Springs going to go? So like what what are you going what do you hope to do with that? Yeah, the the idea for me was just to a kind of put that positive side of what's going on in Sandy Springs and kind of cover up the fact that you know, you have a loud minority out there that are talking about the bad stuff and it was like, you know, one of the reasons again that we moved here was because things were moving, things were changing, the the development that was happening was exciting. It was going to be fun to be a part of and selfishly as an investor, as a, as a real estate person, I wanted to invest in a community that was growing because if you're not growing, you're dying. Um, and stagnation is a bad thing in real estate. And so, you know, when we purchased our home, the idea was we want to be in an area where we eventually get more for that home than we originally paid, which is a strange concept. I know, but, um, that, that was our objective. And even just in the last seven years, we've seen that happen. And so hopefully that trend will continue and hopefully people will continue to move, you know, to this area and are excited about what we're excited about. Sandy Springs is nice. You guys just put in that. What's the uh, the big city center? City Springs. City Springs. Yeah. yeah. Do you know how much that cost? 
90 million, 100 million. No, something. it was like 200 million, wasn't it? The mayor said something. Sorry, about yeah. It. There, so there were two figures thrown around. The first was like because we were telling people 140, and then somebody told us it was more than that. Yeah, it, it depends on who you ask and how you ask them. <laughs> Either way, it's a buttload. It's of money. a lot of money. But I think what's interesting is if you look He's around. A I don't think I've ever said butt we'll line before. We'll have to mute that. Yeah. Beep. Sorry. Yeah. Beep. Um, <laughs> Beep load. <laughs> Which would be worse. Uh, <laughs> if, you, if you look at like, there's like two or three developments, um, apartment mixed-use developments that have gone on uh, Roswell Road there just right around the corner. And that's private equity coming in and dumping a ton of money into that same area. Some of it before and some of it after City Springs. But at the end of the day, it's all moving the needle in the right direction. And I think when you see a city put up 90, 100, 200 million dollars, that should say something to you as a real estate person, as a, a community member. Um, you should probably take notice of something there. Um, and what you notice is Mercedes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, look, the economic Mercedes team, Benz. the economic development team over in Sandy Springs is ridiculous. I mean, they are awesome at getting new business in, in Sandy Springs. And, you know, hopefully that will continue because while they aren't making dirt anymore, there's still a lot of areas that could use some redevelopment that could use some new corporation or new headquarters. Um, again, particularly on the, uh, on the North side. Um, I think that that area is screaming for new development. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of old apartment complexes and stuff that, that's know, where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's in this area, it's just one of those natural challenges that in the eighties and the nineties, all of, and even in the seventies, a lot of those things got built because there was demand there. There was a need and now that need has kind of shifted to millennials are waiting a little bit longer to buy their first house, so they're renting longer. They need places to stay. You guys have State Farm over here. We have Mercedes over there and UPS over there. I mean, there's a very thin line between Sandy Springs and Dunwoody, but it's basically the same thing when you look at the economics and the age gaps of you know the baby boomers getting out of the housing market and downsizing, and then the millennials getting into their first house. Um, there's, there's a need. Are y'all adding apartments over there? Um, yeah, we, I mean, just... Listen to this. We have not added apartments since the city was founded. I know, I'm jealous. Isn't that I mean, crazy? Know, uh, yeah. <laughs> that just blows my mind. Hmm. No, I think nobody's done... Did you know a, that fact? Uh, I did not know that. Mm. That's why High Street's such a big deal, because High Street, DeKalb County told High Street they could do it 10 years ago. Oh, So right. those will be our first apartments. Yeah. In that long. Yeah, and we have so many apartments in Sandy Springs already that you wonder, you know, what's the uh, diminishing return on these. Seems and like they could just fix those up. Yeah. That's well, what I wish they'd do around here. Yeah. And, and that's one of the cool things that came out of the development code uh, for the next 10 years is that they must be built to condo spec. Wow, so now cool. you have, you know, um, fire suppression systems in all of them. You have uh, individual doorways. I mean, uh, not like a shared hallway type thing. And when oh, you, that's interesting. When, that's you build them, when you build them to that spec, it makes it very, very appealing for a condo developer to come in, paint some walls, literally just paint some walls, <laughs> and then put up a bunch of new addresses, and they're good to go, hmm. um, as opposed to the old kind of garden style, you know, small two or three story that are all stick built and definitely not as safe. Um, but don't offer that opportunity. You, you have to go in a retro that it's not even worth retro. It's worth tearing it down and rebuilding. Yeah. Um, so you've seen $200, $300, $300 million spent in 
you know, a quarter mile um, of two or three developments, not even including City Springs, which has its own residential component that, you know, $2,800 to $3,800 a month is what they're asking for rents over there. I mean, that's that's better than Buckhead. That's better than Midtown in a lot of areas. I shouldn't say better. It's a lot for apartment. Yeah. It's higher. Have you heard about High Street? Mm -hmm. It's over by, it's going to be close to you guys. Yeah. 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 We're really, I mean, that, that area of Perimeter Mall, I mean, that's... There's just a line all of a sudden at Sandy Springs. You know, you would never know that you're in a different city. I mean, yeah, well, and it's just like the panhandle, right, of Sandy Springs. You don't, like, there's a lot of people that live just north of us here where, where we are today that don't realize they're actually city, uh, the city of Sandy Springs. You yeah. know, you cross over Spalding and you're in Sandy Springs. And it always blows my mind. You guys are Fulton County, too, mm-hmm. right? And Have you seen that? Mm-mm. Check out the map. It stretches way up. So Fulton County. So some gerrymandering happened at yeah, some point. How that happened? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really funny. Yeah, no, it's crazy. But if you even if you talk to a lot of people in Dunwoody, they're like, yeah, we live in Sandy Springs or in Fulton when they're on the other side of the road. They yeah. just don't know. And it's weird because even near Perimeter Center in the mall, where you're talking about, it there's no signage. There's not like a welcome to Sandy Springs thing. There may be one on Hammond somewhere, but outside of that. You don't really know. And especially yeah. if you're not from here, you have no idea. Yeah. You have no idea where you are. Shambly's the only one killing it in terms of signage for, hey, yeah. well, this is now Shambly. We're going to yeah. start doing it soon, though. Have you, these, you know, this big sign I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Well, yeah. so my, uh, so Larry and Alma Tony were my mom's parents. They grew up, they raised my mom and all of her three siblings in Dunwoody. And then my dad's parents. Um, Easy with the table tapping. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're on a podcast now, yeah, bro. Yeah, I forgot. Start, <laughs> start it over. Video. <laughs> sorry, I um, again. No. Um, yeah, that plays great on video, but... <laughs> yeah, it does. Like, like tribal drums in the back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the mayor was just drumming as he was talking to us. I was like, oh. I didn't say anything for the first 30 minutes. And then eventually I was like, oh, can you stop doing that? Yeah. Got it. Um, yeah, so um, Jim and Judy LaMarche started out in Shambly as well, my, my dad's parents. And, um, you know, my, my parents met in high school at Shambly High School. Got oh, no married. kidding. They were high school sweethearts. And um, so this area is, you know, again, changed a ton. And I'm only 36. Just in the last 36 years, it's gone crazy. Um, Shambly especially. Especially Shambly. And it's like an apartment city now. It's yeah. just... It blows my mind. Every time I go there, it's it's changed. Mm-hmm. You know? I feel like that's going to be great for 15, 20 years, and then those are all going to be yeah, the crappy apartments that we're talking about. And so. so there's two ways to look at it. As a real estate person, you can appreciate the investment because they spend $90 million and they've got, you know, probably 10, 15, 20 good years of a solid run. They're smart enough to get it back. Oh, 100%. Yeah. They're always going to get it back, and it's just a matter of when, right? But then when it is pouring cash out of the ATM that it is, why on earth would they get rid of it? You know, why would they sell it to a condo developer that is going to just go in and paint walls and then flip it? Um, But the market will dictate all. And at some point that will become viable for someone or it won't. Um, But for the old stuff, I think it's just a matter of quality. Because when you look at new apartments, it's like... I mean, it's not what I lived in when I was in college. It's, no. It is a far scream. That's actually luxury. Even though my apartment was called a luxury apartment, it was not close to luxury. I don't think they had a luxury apartment in <laughs> Athens. <laughs> well, I feel like everyone just calls their apartments yeah. luxury apartments. <laughs> yeah. Now. But there is a there's a marked difference between 10, 15 years ago what was considered luxury and now what's actually luxury. Yeah, that stuff in Chambly's nice. Yeah. 
that's probably a good stopping point. Thanks for tuning in for episode 68 of the What's Up Donity podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button to get episode 69 right when it drops tomorrow morning. Hold out your phone, unlock it, and say, Siri, subscribe to What's Up Dunwoody Podcast. Oh, 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 o